0: Sweep. Actually, it's the it's the lead play in our in our offense. Come the tackle, take the defensive end of these over. This is tight. He drives down the first man. He's inside. He'll pull back and jam him. He'll take the first man outside. Young man, back. No one goes. Go right by this and peel side. If the YN has the linebacker taken out. That's inside. The YN has the linebacker in. He comes all the way around. If you look at this play. What we're we'll trying to get is a seal here and a seal here, and try to run this play in the alley.
2: What's up, guys? Welcome into Packers Total Access. My name is Clayton. You can check us out on Packernet.com. You can find me on Twitter at Packers underscore access. If you want to email the show, you can reach us at PackersTotalAccess at gmail.com. You can text the show at 865 658 5824. I'm joined alongside Tim live in Green Bay. We got Emilio in Redneckville, USA, the great state of Tennessee. And we're just on here to talk a little Packers tonight, and more specifically, a little Packers. uh, packer Steelers preview, and I got to be honest, man. The more I dig into it, me and Emilio were talking a little bit offline. Tim, the more I dig into it, man, I don't, I don't think we've, uh, I think we've got a shot here, man. I mean, let, let's just put it this way: we're going to break down everything, all the matchups, personnel, you know, eleven to nickel, uh, you know, twelve to base, all that stuff. But when you really look at it, you go, okay, what's Pittsburgh's strength? It's their their pass rush, hands down, right? That's 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 the identity of their team. Well, it just so happens, our quarterback has been pressured less than every other quarterback in the league, other than Tua to of Vailoa. So, I don't know. On the surface, Tim, and it seems like it matches up pretty well. But uh, how was your day, buddy? And what do you think about what I just said? Am I am I off my rocker here already?
3: <laughs> no, I think you're you're spot on. I mean, I guess one could argue. I mean, how many elite pass rushes have we faced this year? But and that's not to say Pittsburgh has an elite pass pass rush, but. I guess they're pretty close. I mean, I'd, I'd say I've would say i heard that TJ Watt fella knows how to play football. So, um, no, I don't think you're off at all, but I will tell you this. It feels good to, yeah, have a, have an offensive line that has its own struggles, but the one thing they do well is pass pro. So, I mean, yeah. this, this, you know, wh- whoever started the ball rolling with the comments of this is the first real test, um, pretty accurate i think i mean this is certainly the biggest test for this offensive line thus far and this will give us a good barometer man if we're you know we talk about could we make the playoffs are we a bubble team this kind of thing well this game will give us a good indicator of that and also of even if we do uh see ourselves in the playoffs can we hang with you know top tier pass rushing and you know really compete so i mean i don't know it's going to be an interesting game but uh, i think you i think you're spot on clayton i really do yeah,
2: it's funny you uh, you kind of teed it up for me. I was talking to Emilio offline, and man, Twitter's a wild place. Let me tell you, <laughs> I, all I'm doing is sharing other tweets of you know very popular Twitter accounts that are simply pointing out the Packers are a top ten defense, and my God, they come from the woodworks, boy. <laughs> and it's I was just informed on Twitter by uh, someone who follows me who said that. We're not allowed to acknowledge whether this defense is good or not until week 13 when we play the Chiefs. Like <laughs> There's only five weeks left in the season at that point, and we're not allowed to talk about the defense until week 13. Oh. I was telling Emilio, I'm like, I, you know, I, I point out that Jordan Love has struggled. Oh, you need to give him time. Okay, all right, we won't talk about it. <laughs> I point out that Jordan Love had his best game. Oh, it's just one game. Okay, we won't talk about it. We got a top ten defense in points. Oh, that's deceiving. Well, the top now, ten defense in yards. And that's this deceiving. this person's a Packer fan. Yeah, that's right. what blows my mind, bro. Right? It's like, what? I've never, I never in a million years would have thought that people were so, just so gung ho, to talk bad about their favorite team. And right. and listen, if there's something bad to talk about, I got you. I, I'm, yep. I'm I'm guilty of that too, right? If you see it, you got to say it. But boys, come on. When you find a couple positives in a crappy season, <laughs> and you're just like, no, don't give us any glimmer of hope. We're just gonna be miserable and be miserable together. But that's kind oh, of, that's it. of society. Life's, that's too,
3: life's too short. We only got 17 games and then it's gone half the year. And yeah. you're telling me we're getting mad about when they're actually playing, when we actually get to see them every Sunday? Come on now.
2: It's crazy. When you're not sitting in a wooden chair, right? Sitting in a wooden chair at beat <laughs> up, pay, paying too much. And Amelia, I wish I still had that quote up here. <laughs> oh my God. Too much. Too, and it's off the Hold ticker on. now. I screwed up and deleted I'll never be able to replicate it, but we'll right. we put the ticker up. That's a good reminder. Oh, uh, yeah. I spend too much money sitting on a wooden chair watching this team lose on a 30 inch TV from 20 feet away. <laughs> <laughs> brutal.
3: Oh, Absolutely I, brutal.
2: Let's do this. Let's kick this off. Uh, uh, we're going to talk about the injury report and everything here in a second. But let's start off with a little Packers Daily. They did a little two-minute preview of the game. And, of course, you can find this for free over at Packers.com. You can find it on their YouTube channel. You can also see it on their Twitter page. Go give them a like, retweet it, show some love. Love when they put these videos together. But here we go. Let's check it out.
0: Here's the snap to Jordan Love. Rush on. Has time. Rainbows. Right side. Watson leaping. That, he's got it
3: you know where we're at in this season uh, you know i think it's huge for us to keep it going i think we got to find a way to to just try to go 1-0 you know every single week uh, for the rest of the season I mean we got to do everything that we can to try to win this week we just got to do whatever we can Uh, we got to find a way
1: sunday's road clash in pittsburgh means a matchup with the steelers dynamic pass rushing duo of t.j watt and alex highsmith this game wrecking pair has combined for 20 sacks over their last 10 home games Teaming up for five forced fumbles and two defensive touchdowns during that span. Watt leads the AFC in sacks this season and shows no sign of slowing down.
3: He's getting some picks, he's getting some forced fumbles, he's recovering those. So I think he's a playmaker. Um, he's a ball hawk, you know, he's looking for the ball at all times. Um, but I mean, that's just that's their defense. I think they, they do a good job of um, creating some chaos and, and getting those turnovers.
0: They're big, strong, physical, and they made plays You know when it matters most. Uh, a lot of turnovers that they create, or are takeaways on the defensive side of the ball. They've got a lot of game-wreckers up front, and uh, we're gonna have to do a great job with them.
1: Meanwhile, Jordan Love is coming off a game in which he completed a season-best 77% of his passes while recording oh. a triple-digit rating, and most importantly, no giveaways.
0: Great. the end zone, touchdown! The
3: dagger. You know, we're continuing to build every week and just trying to get this thing going where it's just consistent performance every week, where we're just continuing to lock in and focus on the plays, uh, focus on our details, and uh, just going out there and executing, but I think we're moving in the right direction for sure.
2: Love it. Tim, first uh, initial thoughts off that video there, I man. It's exactly what we talked about, right? Alex Highsmith, you got TJ Watt, um, going to be a tough one, but again, you notice he didn't mention their offense much in that video because they are they're dookie right i mean they're (laughs) solid dookie well runny dookie i don't know some kind of dookie but
3: anyway tim what do you think um that's a great point i just hope i hope our defense doesn't take that for granted and they keep their their foot on the gas um but yeah offensively man we've got we've got to account for a hell of a pass rush and uh you know i i tell you those few snaps we saw sean ryan he looked pretty good there, moving moving bodies as mike wall would say they're in the the business of, of moving bodies and uh I don't know. Maybe we get a we might see a little bit of him if necessary, but it may take all hands on deck to deal with this front Um, and really Pittsburgh's D as a whole. They've got a good, good defense. So it's going to be a tough game. But I'm I'm excited for this because this is this is like, in my opinion, it's perfect timing, how this schedule kind of played out. We're coming off a a get right win at home. Um, Now it's back to reality. Get on the plane, get on the road, play a tough team in their building. Uh, a place you haven't won in, you know, well over 50 years. (laughs) We haven't escaped Pittsburgh with a win. So uh, yeah, man, this is, this is going to be the test right here, you know? And I, I was one of the first people who thought, Oh man, all hope is lost once we lost to Denver for crying out loud. Um, But now, you know, it's funny because other teams across this league lost games that they shouldn't have. We watched the 49ers drop two in a row um, to subpar opponents. Um, so any given Sunday applies, and I just hope this team is uh, ready to fire on all cylinders, especially our offensive line, because that will be the X factor. If if we play like stir-fried booty uh, on Sunday, it's, it's going to be ugly really quick. I Definitely. mean, really quick. We've already seen how ugly it can look when we can't move the ball. Um, and if we're seeing Jay Love actually getting pressured on top of that, it's going to be it's gonna be a problem. So, um, you know, hopefully the the boys are ready to go Sunday.
2: Definitely. Let's go to the chat here real quick. Want to give a shout out to everybody. It's loaded in here tonight. We got Omar mm-hmm. in the chat. We got Jake K, Zane Strong, Jeff Schultz, Robert Allen, Doctor Mikrob. Let's see. We've got uh golly, there's a bunch of people in here. We we yeah, we're we're gonna have to just kind of start midway through, guys. We got Larry in the house. Appreciate you swinging through, Larry Goose in here. Good stuff, Josh Martin. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's just kind of pick up about halfway through. Yeah, there's Jake Shavink in the house. What's up, big dog? Um, number one Packer fan, Cheesehead, Murph, Boz, too many to mention, man. I hate th- – the day is coming where we can't do this anymore, mm-hmm. man. I don't ever want anybody to – Think that we don't appreciate them.
3: This right. Is just- Boss is watching us in the Disney line. I saw that. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. He's waiting in line at Disney and watching us. I love
2: it. I love it. Jeff Schultz in the, in the chat says, Yeah, wow. Crazy fans talking about uh, telling me what I'm allowed to talk about, you know, <laughs> that type of thing. Uh, let's see. There was something down here I wanted to hit on right here. This this one hits, hits home for me, Milio. Goose said, People mad the mm-hmm. team actually showed they can play well. Shaking my
3: head. Right. They're it's mad because they're not getting that number one draft pick.
2: Omer says uh, a Ray Nitschke quote here, Packer fans are nuts.
3: <laughs> I would believe that's probably
2: a, a legit quote, too, in a mm-hmm. good way, of course. All right, here we go. Let's talk about this. Jake Shavink says, uh, the Watson game is coming, either against Pittsburgh or L.A. A million. Yeah, you know, when, when you look at it, let's just go ahead and pull it up. Since Jake started this uh, – sort of this little uh, topic here. Let's mm-hmm. kind of look at the matchups real quick, okay? Let's start with our offense since we're talking about Christian Watson, right? In our 12 look, okay? Let me get – I'm going to take that off for just a second. Uh, Jake, thank you for the comment, buddy. Um, so, when you look at the matchups here, I'll try to read them off to you. Let's let's key in on the, on the wide receivers, okay, the wide receiver matchup. I love when Tim's camera goes off. That means he's doing this. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So, when we look at <laughs> – <laughs> You're good, man. Keep it off. Um, so, as far as their secondary, they got Joey Porter Jr. right on the other side. You got Peterson.
3: Uh, mm-hmm. Peterson's
2: a 54.2. Joey Porter's grading out at about a 71.3. So Peterson obviously be the side that you would want to pick on. As far as safeties, you've got I think you say uh, Kazi or Kazy at a 64.0, and you got Neil at a 63.6. So when you look at their secondary outside of Joey Porter Jr., which I think we would all agree is showing he's going to be a a really really good NFL cornerback. Um they got kind of a weak secondary. They really do. Mm-hmm. Now they get after you with the pass rush obviously Emilio, but uh what do you think man? This might be the the uh, the game that Watson could do what Jake Shavink's talking about, maybe get over the top a little bit. And uh, I think the big the biggest way that you can do that, the quickest way you can get into that secondary on deep bombs, got to come out and establish the run as much as possible against a good That's mm-hmm.
3: right. Yeah, oh for sure. Got to establish the run. Uh, when I was watching a little bit, I picked the uh, uh, Patriot um Steelers' uh, Ravens game earlier to watch. and watching the defense there, um, it looked like sometimes it went into single high. and if if love gets single high, he just like how Kenny Pickett was saying if if he's got single coverage with Pickens running up the side or one safety over the top, throw that ball. Because even in that, I think it was the Vikings game. You saw him get by, or no, It's just it was just this last game. You saw Christian oh, get by the corner. He's absolutely. still got the speed. It's like he is literally just a, a ball of energy that is extremely fast. So let's get him the ball. Let's get him some space. Um, one thing that did hit home was Highsmith. That was one of their eight picks, I think, that they have on defense. And he's, a what, an edge rusher?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: So I, I, Sometimes they drop into coverage. I don't know. That happens and happens in a three-four defense. But, no, no. Um, I was told. Sorry. I was told. Bill Barry
2: is the only one that does that. Yeah.
3: But, um, but I mean, look, look. They have solid edges. All right. We're gonna have to play well. the, the their inside is a possibility for us if we do a little, you know, tight inside zone. It looked like they had a little bit of trouble with the read option. It is Lamar Jackson, but um, even if we throw a couple of those in there, just to get them to think about it. Uh, maybe one of those could finally break for love and he actually used those legs on it. Um, but besides that, yeah, no, I want to see Watson get over the top uh, and you know, let's uh, let's work Musgrave up the seam again. I like that look.
2: Yeah, definitely. I love Dr. Meekrop says, quote, stir fry booty. I'm putting that <laughs> on a T
3: shirt.
2: Huh? I
3: was saying, Tim,
2: what do you think? You think Watson can get behind the defense this week, man?
3: You know, I, I do, but I also my, – my brain kind of goes to, okay, so heavy pass rush, they, the, you know, a weaker secondary is bailed out by a good pass rush. Um, I almost wonder when you're staring down the barrel of Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs and, you know, like are they going to play off ball more and they're going to they're gonna give that room? I'm almost wondering if underneath and in the middle of the field is going to be wide open and we start sending scoot on those, you know, posts or crossers or slants and -hmm. getting him the ball in space early and letting him, Mm -hmm. you know, extend down the field. But certainly, yeah, the matchup against uh, uh, Porter Jr. is going to be great. What what a cool story, too, for him, you know, going to uh, his pops team like that and, you know, being a Steeler. So I I really think that's just kind of a cool backstory and getting to see him go against, you know, our young and up and coming uh, receiver is going to be fun. But, you know, Scoot is due for one of them games. And I'm glad Jake brought that up because, you know, I was thinking about this earlier, like, you know, this is about the time last year, I believe that we started to see the, the ascent of Christian Watson. We were about right week seven, week eight in the season. And we saw a lot less drops. We saw, you know, better routes. So, you know, maybe the same is true this year. Maybe he has a a heck of a game and, gets it going
2: yeah definitely omer in a chest says i believe two keys of the game control tj white and run the dang ball again make sure jones has it at least 24 touches again love no turnovers turnover differential is going to be absolutely is, in this that year. is
3: going to be the biggest factor 100 percent they're right. i think they're plus nine they've had eight interceptions and eight forced fumbles that's i mean they are a turnover machine we have to we have to protect the ball everyone's got to hold on to it." Definitely. I don't know how well anyone can control T.J. Watt. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah, that's going to be a bit. But I think what Omer's trying to say is that's the way to attempt to do that, is by mm-hmm. running the ball. Definitely. And, um, you know, that's how you get your O-line going, right? Mm-hmm. Get some run blocking, get out there and shove someone. And then when that pass rush comes, you know, be on your toes, be ready to go. So. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah.
2: That's that's one way that you can keep them from rushing up the field 100 mile an hour, right? especially you start pounding some of that that inside zone and then run some boot action off of it too. Mm-hmm. TJ's such a smart player. He's just like, yeah, I think he's better than his brother. I really do. But yeah. uh, Josh Martin, thank you for the super chat. He says, I think Jair is going to be out. Pass rush is key. Let's look at the injury report real quick. We'll come back to the PFF setup here uh, for sure. So the the most recent uh, injury report, and again, Josh, thank you so much for the super chat, buddy. We appreciate it. Um, so Jair Alexander did not participate yesterday or today. Um, obviously, it's the shoulder injury now. We, you guys remember the shoulder last year, not looking good there. Kenny Clark limited both days. I think he'll probably go. Rudy Ford limited with the calf injury. I think he'll probably go. Elton Jenkins limited with the knee. He'll probably go, um, You know, barring any setbacks, of course. Aaron Jones limited with the hamstring again. I think he'll go. Uh, Josh Myers with the knee. He was not listed on Wednesday and then was limited on Thursday. Good chance he probably goes. Yash Nyman, um, of course, he started the game, he got hurt. Rashid came in, played really well. Uh, they both played well, actually. Um, he's limited today when he did not participate yesterday. John Runyon Limited did not participate yesterday. And uh, Quay Walker with the groin did not participate. Looking bad for Quay. Yeah. I'm kind of with you, um, Josh. I'd say Jair's probably not playing in this game. We're probably going without Quay again. And of course, Christian Watson with the back injury, where he got the wind knocked out of him. Uh, he's full participation. You know, one of the things that they mentioned right here, too, I got to go ahead and bring it up. Jake Shavink said, Hayward not playing would be a big deal, but Benton is super quick to get around blocks up front. However, the susceptibility, man, those big words. Why do y'all
3: do that to him? Man, you nailed that, Clayton. That was perfect. Are <laughs> you kidding me, man? I, I didn't. <laughs>
2: I've been digging out the old VHS of Reading Rainbow, bro. I'm ready to roll here. Well, it (laughs) helps
3: when you spell it correctly, too. So shout out to Jake for spelling it correctly. I would have never got that right. You know (laughs) what
2: I do in my old age, boys? I type in the first four or five letters and just put gibberish together, look for the red squiggly line, right click it, bang, Ah, we're in.
3: Bam. Or he hits the mic button and just tries to speak it into there. (laughs) When you're
2: an entrepreneur, you don't have to go to school. You don't have to learn anything. (laughs) (laughs) So he said, uh, "Susceptibility to big plays on the ground might be there. Uh, kind of, you correct me if I'm wrong, Jake. But kind of what I've talked about with Devontae Wyatt, how he gets a little bit out of his lane, a little bit out of control. Great pass rusher, but against the run, a little bit weak. Kind of sounds like the same type of deal there. But yeah, I'm with you. I know Hayward isn't isn't uh, grading out great this year, if I remember correctly. Let's go back to it real quick with the 12. Um, he only a 61.1, but still, it's Hayward, right? And that dude." Mm-hmm. Y'all want to hear a funny story? We – I was in a Madden League about – gosh, it was probably five years ago. Those were great. Oh, yeah. The the online franchise league, right? I was in one about five years ago, and the guy who ran it messaged me and said, you ain't going to believe this, dude. And I'm like, what? He said, he said, Cam Hayward is wanting to join our league. And I was like, "Eh, dude, this guy's catfishing you, boy. You you lost your mind. Bro, it was legit. It was him. And – he was in the league for about three weeks. Didn't play any games, and we didn't boot him because it was Hayward, right? Right. <laughs> it, it wasn't like we were in there hanging out with an NFL player playing. It was just crazy that he looked. He looked up leagues on a message boards. Ours was really, really popular, and uh, sure enough, man, he climbed in there. It was funny, but anyway, wow. need to That's so yeah, Hayward. Even though he's having a down year, I would rather him be out of the lineup too, Jake. But uh, yeah, when we look at eleven personnel, take a glance over there real quick. And, and you guys call them out if you see them, okay? If you see anybody on this that uh, obviously is on the injury report that I'm overlooking, let me know. Um, you know, I think Runyon needs to sit. I don't want that neck getting hurt, man. Like, sit down this week, Runyon. You're okay at 53.2. Listen, man, we'll do it without you. All right, go take you a breather. Let's see what Sean Ryan's got. That's how I feel. But 11 personnel, uh, the big thing that changes, you're bringing in Reed as opposed to, uh, obviously, Kraft at the tight end position or DeGuara. Um, I hope they stay in 11 because look at their uh, look at their slot corner there, guys. Peterson slides to the slot. Wallace that plugs in. 50.6 for Wallace, 54.2 for Peterson. If you run some wide splits, man, lighten that box a little bit, that interior defensive line struggling, especially if Hayward's out. Tim, what do you think, man?
3: Yeah, I agree. And uh, I get excited just looking at this, too, because, you know, we got Dobbs, Reed, Scoot. Well, we were talking about Tay Wicks earlier yeah, today. Yeah, Wicks, too, man. Be real nice to see him out there, um, especially in the 11th set, right? Um, I think this is going to be this is going to be great. It's funny, you know, looking at that injury injury report. I almost think the the Minka Fitzpatrick being out is going to have more of an effect uh, on this Pittsburgh defense. Um, If that's true, I'm I'm assuming he's he's out, right? He's he's definitely not going to play. He was did not participate as well. Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick for um, Pittsburgh. I was looking Mm -hmm. at that. I think he was on that injury report. Yeah, let's check it out one more time. I
2: definitely overlooked that. Let's see. Cause that that's huge too, man. What a what a great pickup that was.
3: Oh my god. Mm-hmm.
2: When they got him. Let's see. Yeah, Minka did not participate. Hamstring. Yeah. Probably. A is good that shot, all they
3: right? have is four. That's all they're uh, under? Yeah. That's that's yep. it. Yep. Wow. And it's all on the defense too. Yeah. Yep. And you know, that's a great point by by Jake too. You know, it's like Cam Hayward is not who he was a few seasons ago, but mm-hmm. you still have to account for that.
2: Absolutely. You know,
3: that that type of, you know, and Montrevious Adams, you know, he's a contributor to that defense in his own way. So they're missing pieces. But uh, seeing Minka Fitzpatrick out, that made me think of that. You know, we were just talking about Watson getting over the top. Well, there's one less safety to worry about for sure. Right. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, man, um, going in 11, though, I, I agree with you, Clayton. I'd like to see, you know, heavy dose of that. I think that's going to favor us in this matchup. Uh, Mm -hmm. against this defense. And, um, you know, we have to uh, put ourselves in a position to succeed and we can't take this for granted because if we shoot ourselves in the foot, if we don't have the right person on the field, if we're not communicating, if we're making stupid false start penalties, things like that, we're going to get exposed and get it handed to us by this defense. Um, if we're not careful, especially like we talked about, uh, the pass rush and, you know, we can talk about TJ Watt all day about the pass rush. I mean, he does other things too on defense. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to account for him in a lot of respects, you know, mm-hmm. even if he's not running right at our quarterback. So,
2: yeah, definitely. This was John Runyon earlier today. To me, uh, he's he's looking more and more like he's going to go, obviously. this I've just spliced together some practice picks here. You'll see a few different
3: people. But, yeah, he yeah, could be worried about losing his spot to, to Ryan. Hey,
2: I'm telling you, dude, I would be, right? I mean, yeah, he should go. be.
3: He should don't be. Go. We saw I'm enough. Pitt, man. That's it. <laughs> But going back to that eleven personnel with the um against the Steelers there, the thing I'm worried about is leaving our left tackle a one-on-one against um uh I forgot his name already. 56. Oh, their are other edge Hash rusher, Smith, Right. High yeah, Smith. Smith. Mm-hmm. He's the twelfth overall in the in the league. So I mean they got two elite pass rushers right now. Yep. We got to be ready for that. If we go into eleven, we're gonna need a chip, we're gonna need a slide. You know the the offensive line has to play well. It's a the game always starts in the trenches, offense and defense. It's a big one this week too.
2: Definitely, you see Aaron Jones here. I'm looping it for a reason. Hammy's cool. looking good,
3: right? Mm-hmm. I think yep. I think we're good to go there. I think
2: you're going to get the best version of Aaron Jones that you've gotten uh, all year long. I really believe that. So I'm excited to uh, see what he can do. I uh, really want to see his grades pick up, obviously. But again, when you look at 11, that that final time there. Um, whether it's Yash or Rashid Walker, they get, they're get they going to have their hands full. As much as I want to see 11, um, what you're probably going to see is a lot of chipping, which means you'll probably see a lot of 12. You'll probably mm-hmm. see a lot of 12 doubles, right? Um, a little doubles tight action, that type of thing. It's probably what we'll have, I would imagine. Let's see what Jake said here. Had a couple uh,
1: We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. about seeing what you could potentially get right now you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arena club.com slash pack Wow. That's crazy offer 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arena club.com slash pack for 10% off your first purchase
2: couple comments, he said, shot play chances are there if they can buy Jordan an an extra second, especially on the interior, Watson, Reed, or Musgrave. I would love to see Musgrave get loose. And when you look at kind of how this defense lines up here too, try to take advantage of Alexander, right? Try to take advantage of him at the inside linebacker position. Uh, Obviously, uh, I think that's the Landon Roberts out there. still playing pretty good football. I think he came over from the Patriots. uh, If it wasn't last year or the year before, Um, Landon Roberts has always been a pretty solid linebacker. There's no doubt about that. Um, Omar getting a shot in here. said, anyone teach DeWara how to block this week? (laughs) I sure hope so. And then Jake said, there it is right there. Landon Roberts is their downhill guy as well. Great run defender, weaving, running through traffic. Man, he was a lot of fun to watch when I was kind of keeping up with New England there um, for sure. So let's see what Goose says here in the chat. Most teams don't have two good corners, so going to 11 personnel makes a lot of sense. Uh, When, as Jake says, we have Watson, Musgrave, Reed, Dobbs, Wicks, Jones, who can catch Dylan. Dylan is dangerous in space. Yeah. I'm eager to see what they do, man. It's going to be more of a test for this offense than the defense, obviously. Like I was informed on the, on the Twitter earlier that uh, we won't know till week 13, if we have a decent defense or not. So uh, really looking forward to that. I don't want it to get here that quick, but I am. Um, Let's do this real quick. Let's go to, the defensive side of the ball, and then we'll kind of talk about just the game summary and everything. So this is our base defense against their 12-look, all right? Um, obviously, let's look at their weaknesses, first of all. If you're a defensive coordinator, you know this offense is struggling. How do you get to the quarterback? How do you blow up the run? Where are their weak spots? Where can you put an extra hat in a strength, right? From left to right, Moore Jr. at left tackle, 45.9. Left guard, 65.8 in Samalo. Cole at center, 48.9. We're in here complaining about Josh Myers, right? I'm leading the charge. Yeah. My goodness, man. He's looking like an all pro compared to their uh-huh. center.
3: Right? Yeah. We'll take Josh. We'll take Josh.
2: <laughs> yeah. 48.9 Daniels 65.9. And then at right tackle, you got Jones at a 64.3, not a great offensive line by no stretch of the imagination, but what it looks like to me right up the middle in that a gap, you know, try to, try to overload that center. You'll probably get some of those odd looks. You'll get some of those isolation looks. So, uh, Look for some pressure off the left side. You've seen it last week, uh, what, two weeks ago, Preston Smith absolutely dominated. He may be having another big game here. Um, at the tight end position, nothing great. You know, you've got Hayward at 53.5, then you've got Washington at 48.6. Of course, at wide receiver, everybody loves Pickens. I'm not a big fan. Um, and then you've got, of course, Johnson, who's a, who's a stud at 81.0 on the outside. So uh, if Jair does not go, I think you just you you kind of you kind of give your your quarters look your spinner look, but load the box, make Kenny Pickett beat you deep. That would be my my goal here on defense. What do you think, Tim? I'm
3: um, yeah, absolutely. I wanna got Najee it.
2: Harris back there too. So I mean, he, he's obviously having a down year, much like Aaron Jones. But still, you know, that's a bruiser of a back.
3: Yeah, I I mean I agree, man. I, I want to see the stunts and twists. I want to see us getting given that offensive line. All, all, of, all that it can handle honestly and yeah I think I fully ex- expect Preston Smith to to eat as they say he's gonna eat on Sunday and um it'll be good to see and as far as yeah let it make them beat us deep let I think our young corners are gonna do do fine against these receivers personally I really do and uh I, I actually almost welcome that challenge I want to see him face that head up you know be in a situation where, where it is, it's just you and your guy, or maybe you do have a little safety help over the top. Um, That's fine. Just don't get beat for that explosive play. And then that that'll help us a lot because we don't want to put ourselves in a situation where we let a struggling offense um, move the ball on us because we're not doing our job, you know? And so you're right. We got to attack that, that left side of that line. And we got to attack the, the, you know, the a gap, we got to attack the middle too. Um, But I think our, I like our front against this line. I think it'll be be a nice uh, trench warfare on Sunday for us Packer fans.
2: Definitely. What do you think, Emilio? What pops out to you? Obviously, Kenny Clark having a down year there. I look at Devondre Campbell popping. Preston Smith having a great year now. Really turned it on last last few games. Rashawn Gary playing solid. Even with the penalty, the low grade, the last couple of games, still a 77.6. He's due for a bounce-back game, too, oh, good. back in the 80s
3: definitely and with with our base D we really need to bring the pressure with five if we're bringing the five they need they need to bring it they need to stay in their run lanes it has to happen because if not they can spring it and if even if um I was telling you earlier Washington if he's not in there they're probably gonna run Warren Warren I think the backs the number yeah, just back yeah yep yep well five eight two fifteen bowling ball really good balance, you know, Simone Biles' balance being kind of balanced. That kid doesn't – he doesn't want to fall over, all right? He can dismount and land it, all right, better than Zach Tom can. But the uh, – really the the key is going to – like Tim was saying, in, in the trenches, we set it, we go. Um, and if Valentine – if Jaws out, Valentine will probably be – actually, you know, we got Johnson – Valentine wants Pickens from that, uh, you know, from that interview, but – I'd like um, to see it. Hey, yeah, we got to hold it down.
2: Yeah, and, and, you know, to me, what I've noticed too, and I think it's another reason that that uh, Jair played a little bit better last week. You know, Rasul typically played from the offense's perspective, right? He played on the left side. You notice that. And Ja would play on the right. Well, last week, you had Valentine on the right, Ja on the left for the most part, right? And to me, I think that's probably the best spot. Valentine, you can tell his left eye is dominant, right? Like he's mm-hmm. he's one of those corners that a lot of people don't think about this stuff, but it's absolutely. I learned it from Greg Cosell talking about which eye is dominant, which which side you want to be able to flip to, right? right. I'm sure when you guys play football in the backyard, there was one side that you caught the ball better on, right? And that all that comes into play. So, um, yeah, with Valentine though, I think I think you'll see this setup. Um, you know, that's the thing too, like the people that were doing victory laps over trading Russell Douglas and the defense rebounded Jair played out of his mind, right? What if he doesn't go this week? So who's playing boundary on that side. Right. And again, uh, you know, people that are saying, Oh, it didn't affect the locker room and make fun of people that mentioned that it might, Um, it, it never affects the locker room when you're winning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So that's that's the one thing you got to look out for. But I'm I'm assuming. I mean, who would it be? Tim? Would it be Ballantyne on the opposite side? Who who would be the other boundary, bro?
3: I believe right now because we don't have Stokes. I mean, Stokes is we're. I mean, we're pretty much writing him off for the year at this point, right?
2: Yeah, I, I mean, I would. Yeah, just just to kind of kind of play it not, safe for sure. Yeah, not get
3: our hopes up that we might <laughs> see see a return. To the thing. So yeah, it looks like uh, Ballantyne, right? Yeah. And it amazing
2: point. you went from a strength of your team to now it's your extremely uh shallow, you know.
3: Right. But- and maybe, maybe in the long run it did help job ja. Maybe maybe, you know, looking back on it, Russell was holding job ja back because of that dominant eye. Maybe he does play better on the other side. Um you know, not. and we'll see that at the end of the year if it keeps happening. But you know, in the, the meantime- other time. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no I'm- I was just saying in the meantime, if he doesn't go, we could be running, you know, it could run into a buzzsaw. We could that could be the failure you know the failure point on this defense and we just don't know it yeah yeah i was just think that the player that came to mind was in Gaines. gains um Innes Gaines is kind of a i believe a corner safety hybrid mm. so he might be in in case of emergency break glass and pull lever insert into whatever role we need um he didn't get a lot of uh, action last week um, but yeah, as our needs change in the secondary, you know, sometimes roles and responsibilities have to change too. And it can be especially difficult to do that with a young team. So, and, and with, especially with veteran leaders that are out. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's an uphill battle there. Um, but yeah, I would have, my first gut reaction would be Ballantyne would be your, your boundary, your, your other boundary corner here. Right. All we need him to do is hold them for three seconds and get that pass rush and we'll be all right. That's what we need to shoot for. Right. Like, nobody expects you to, to, you know, be an all pro right away. Just right. don't be a liability out yeah. there. Just don't get roasted all day. I don't need Revis Island. I just need right. schematically
2: sound play. Yeah.
3: coverage. Yeah. yeah, coverage and and no stupid holding. You know, no illegal contact. You know, understand what your five-yard bump zone is. Understand, you know, the sideline is your your friend. Understand that that's another <laughs> defender for you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, play with your feet and your brain and keep your hands where they're supposed yeah. to be. And that's and it. Yeah. they will be all right. Brain's key, man. Let's hope that they processed it like Valentine did. You know, they got to use their head in this defense. They got to know what coverage they're switching to. They got to see that stuff. Yep.
2: Yeah. All great points. Dr. Meekrob says, Smith and Gary are going to feast. I think it's teed up for it, man. I, I will say this. The last couple of weeks, what I've noticed on tape is, I I've, especially last week, it felt like they didn't really pin their ears back. It was almost like one of those games. Hey, don't don't get fooled on the play action, okay? Don't get fooled on the play, or don't don't get fooled by trying to assume it's play action. Play the run first and foremost. We're not worried about ripping, beating us. I think that's why we didn't get after the quarter after the quarterback as much. That's just mm-hmm. me personally. Of course, Gary had that one sack, but you know it got called back because of the penalty. So uh, that's kind of what Omar talks about here. That the, that pass rush hasn't gotten home in in three games pressure. Uh, yet, yes, but no sacks really disappointed in pass rush with a deep room right now, yet. And and that's what I'm kind of seeing on tape. Omar is I I feel like it was somewhat part of the idea going in to stop the run, but I could be wrong. I could be overlooking that too. Um, Jake shavink in the chat says, Would love this to be a Slayton game along with the Wyatt Gary one. Yeah. I mean, they've got a weak offense, right? Jake, let's, uh, Let's dominate, man. Let's dominate on that side of the ball because that we know their defense is going to give our offense fits. It's just a matter of, you know, can we uh, can we out scheme them? That's what it's going to come down to. For sure,
3: so. I can't wait to watch TJ going up against their center there. That'll be that'll be yeah. uh, must see TV right there for mm-hmm. sure.
2: Definitely. Doctor Meekrop says Ford Nixon Val uh, talking about Valentine and Owens or was Ford still iffy? Let's go back one more time because I can't remember anything. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Rudy yeah, Ford, yeah, limited yeah. with the calf. I, I feel good about him playing. I could be wrong, mm-hmm. but I don't know. The vibe I get is it wasn't that bad, and uh, they were being really, really you know, cautious last week. But then again, the defense came out and played pretty well, right? It was against a bad offense and a bad quarterback, but this week we're going up against a bad offense. So if he has to sit, I don't feel horrible about Owens and uh, Ford again, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm not sorry, not Ford, but – Owens and uh, Anthony Johnson Jr. again. so Good stuff. Um, let's see. There was another chat here I wanted to hit on. Where was it at? Maybe I already got it. Let's see what Inc. says. Let's hope the pass rush gets home this week. If Jair is out, that will help Valentine and Valentine out a lot. Yeah, pressure pick, coverage sack, right, man? That's what it's always about. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the summary real quick, okay? This was the PFF summary of the game, um, and uh, they just kind of lay everything out. If I can find it, surely I've got it on here. If I don't, I am going to be so mad. There it is, bang! All right, here we go. So, PFF summary. Um, obviously, it's going to be a one o- one o'clock kickoff in Pittsburgh. Forty eight degrees and broken clouds right now is the uh, is the forecast. It's going to be on CBS. Overall power rank, okay? They have the Green Bay Packers nineteenth, the Steelers sixteenth. So pretty closely uh, matched there, right? The defense. Look at that! The Packers have an 11th rank power ranking on defense, and the Steelers are 17th. Does PFF not know it's not Week 13 yet? So <laughs> power ranking on offense: the Packers are 20th, the Steelers are 14th. Okay, so according to PFF and the way they grade out, they feel like they have the slight edge on offense. Uh, strength of schedule played, of course, Green Bay 28th. Pittsburgh's played a tougher schedule at 15, so you got to kind of take that into a, into account. Um, average offensive snaps we're getting 65.4; they're getting 62.1. Uh, percentage run plays uh, we're running the ball 38% of the time; they're running at 37.7% of the time, and this is almost a mirror, guys. EPA per run um, that's expected per uh, per average. Negative 0.15 for Green Bay, negative 0.11 for Pittsburgh. I mean, really, really close. EPA per pass, 0.02 for the Packers, negative 0.10 for the Steelers. We have the advantage in the passing game. Of course, like we all talked about, you're going to have to hold up there at the point of attack. Now, when it comes to PFF grades for the quarterbacks, Jordan Love 68.4, Kenny Pickett 67.9. Their passer ratings with a clean pocket, Jordan Love's passer rating is 91.1 when he's not being pressured. Kenny Pickett is 83.8. Passer rating under pressure, Jordan Love's drops all the way down to 51.4, although we all seen he's he's very, very seldomly pressured. Um, Mm -hmm. If the ball comes out on time, you should be good. Kenny Pickett, 77.6 under pressure, definitely better under pressure than Jordan. Big-time throw percentage, 2.8% for Jordan Love, 3% for Kenny Pickett. Turnover-worthy play percentage, 2.5% for uh, Jordan Love, 2.2% for Kenny Pickett. Power rating 1.0 as opposed to Kenny Pickett's 2.0. Power rating rank 23rd for Jordan Love and Kenny Pickett is 19th. Anything stick out to you there, Tim?
3: Um, yeah. You know, I almost wonder if there's any logic to this thought as we see that Pickett's slightly better than Jay Love when under pressure. I'm almost wondering if there there's logic to that approach where you don't you don't you know push the issue too much with your pass rush, because can't can't you inadvertently stunt a, a crummy offense by, you know, forcing a guy like Pickett to have to move the ball quicker and get it out quicker? And now we start to see that, you know, bend but don't break, but we're getting exploited underneath all day long, and the sticks keep moving. Um, I'm, I, I don't know, do you guys see it that way, or is it, do we just, you know, let the exactly dogs move?
2: I see exactly what you're saying, and if they're coming out in a base twelve, if they're coming out in twelve personnel. We're in our thirty-four base, Amelia. You know what that means? If we're only bringing four, Preston Smith going to be out there. They're going to be stuck on Smith Island, baby. That's yep. what it's going to end up. Being. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So I, I see exactly what you're saying there, Tim. Um, that that kind of seems like it's the play, right? Don't play to their strengths. Don't. Mm-hmm. Not that you don't want to get pressure, but allocate right. more sources to the secondary. Have seven and eight men in coverage. And right. uh, and make him sit back there and work within a clean pocket, right? And uh, right. and try to get pressure with uh, with maximum coverage. So right, yeah, so we're not you're gonna play
3: degree. prevent all day, but you know right. what's the happy medium? Yeah, yeah.
2: And it it, it kind of comes back to what we were just talking about with the Rams game, where it kind of felt like they were playing the run then the pass, right? Yeah. Uh, probably get something something very similar there for sure. So uh, let's see here. I love how everybody refers to John to, to Rudy Ford as Clayton's boy Ford man. He is I'm the president of the Rudy Ford fan club. There's no doubt about it. I need to give me a Rudy Ford jersey. That's what I need to do. There
3: you go. There you go. Hey,
2: somebody might know the answer to this. Gra- one.
3: Grab me a Anthony Johnson Jr. one while you're at it. <laughs> yeah, get it while the stock's low, right, my man? <laughs> get in
2: on the floor there, Larry in the chat. Good to see you in here, Larry. He said, "Wasn't Josh shoulder injury in 2021 from trying to tackle Harris?" Odd that he has another shoulder injury. Whoa, is that true, is Larry? That true? Like, I, if it was anybody other than I Larry, I'd be going. I, I believe
3: be, it I was, think, and, I believe Larry. and Larry's absolutely right. Except Ja wasn't trying. He did. He, he, if I remember that play, he tackled the living crap out of out yeah. of Harris on that play, and then we all recoiled in disbelief as we saw Ja not not getting up after that play. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> if this is the same play we're thinking of.
2: Yeah, and, you know, it, it's it's crazy. Like, if he was trying to tackle Harris or tackling Harris, as Tim pointed out, mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden he looks up and got Harris on the board like, hey, you know what, that shoulder's starting to hurt a little bit this week, Coach. I yeah, think I'm going to this one
3: out. I'm, we got to <laughs> really do a little good. digging. I, I, I thought he opted for no surgery, and he just rehabbed that straight up. I think now, you're I, right. I could be wrong. I'm not – this is not gospel here, but that's – that's what I my understanding was. I'll take it as gospel, Tim. I trust you, man. Not not to sound like Michael Scott, it was it yeah. was my understanding. Classic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but but uh, yeah, no, I think uh Ja did the. You know, he did his stretching and you know PT, whatever he had to do to uh to rehab that. I don't know, man. I is this this is it the same shoulder? That's the other question. You know, we got two shoulders. Which one's bugging him? Is it the same one that he that he hurt in twenty one? Right. Maybe so he's gonna have to flip to the other side so he hits with the other shoulder. Maybe we'll just flip flop him each each game depending on how he's feeling. Just flip it over, huh? <laughs> you
2: know what I'm saying? All right, Larry, we're gonna dig into that, man. Appreciate you bringing that up, buddy. That's a sure. great point. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like this. Goose says battle for- battle of the sinners. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Yeah, that's 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 something. That's I think our boy's
3: point. gonna come out looking like a stud after this one. We'll see.
2: Yeah, no doubt. Um, you know the whole Sean Ryan thing's fascinating. It was just the minimal amount of snaps, and with them having such a good pass rush, I think we all feel comfortable saying that John Runyon's a better pass blocker blocker than Sean Ryan, right? So, mm-hmm. to me, if the next good to go, I, I think I would want uh, John Runyon out there trying to hold up against this pass rush for sure.
3: Experience level too, Runyon's yeah, got. But that's snaps. that's also the other thing is, do we get caught in a rut? like, hey, Runyon's been doing it. He's been the dude. He's, you know, we're we're used to him. He's in there. And then we're afraid to step somebody else up. I get what you're saying. Yeah. That's a great point. That's a great point. So that's, that's the only thing you got to think about is was 15 snaps enough? Was it enough to give him a shot? You know, he used to play tackle in, in college. So it's not like the dude doesn't know how to block, you know, it's, he had a, yeah, a run-in with, with his issues, and that's it. I mean, if he balls out and plays football, that's all that matters. They're always talking about getting the best five, best eight, whatever. Throw him out there, man. Let's go. Yeah,
2: definitely. Let's look at the green line real quick for all you betting junkies. Let's see what it kind of opened up. I think last I seen it was at three and a half. The uh, Packers were three and a half point underdogs. Um, according to PFF, when I screenshotted this, the market was at three, so it's plus three for Green Bay, right? And when you look at the spread, the uh, the cash, 90% of the cash is on the Steelers to cover that three-point spread. Keep in mind, last week, the public won. The previous two weeks, I believe it was, Vegas won, okay? So you got this little teetering thing going on right now. If you don't understand what that means and you're not interested, it's totally cool. It's just something we try to add into the equation here as we're going into a Sunday, and, and Tim Every week, man, they're right around that point spread for the most part. Last week, they were pretty far off, thank God. But um, for the most part, man, they've been hitting it. But uh, tickets, like I said, 90% of the cash in the spread is on Pittsburgh. 84% of the tickets are on Pittsburgh. So the public is completely on Pittsburgh the way it sits right now, right? the People's money. The money line itself just winning outright, okay? Um, the market is at minus 176 for Pittsburgh. And uh, it looks like the cash – of the cash is on Pittsburgh, and 64% of the tickets are on Pittsburgh. So Pittsburgh, pretty heavy favorite to just be three, maybe three and a half points, right? The under is 39. We all talked about it should be a low-scoring game. Um, I think that uh, that's something that we could definitely just about bank on. But when you look at the under, the public is on on board with that too. 97% of the cash is on the under in this game. So. Two offenses struggling, although, like Jake said, man, you come out, you come out you uh, you throw a couple bombs to Watson, finally get that connection in place between him and Love. Things can change, right, Tim?
3: Absolutely. And uh, I think that comes with uh, the more these guys are playing together, man. You know, I mean, I, I don't think it's even debatable. Clearly, you know, Jordan's the most comfortable throwing the ball to Romeo. Uh, I, I mean, that's the guy that's – they have the most chemistry – Um, But I think we're seeing it coming along with Wicks and with Reed and with Musgrave and, and with Scoot. Yeah, we're going to, we're going to see it and this could be the game for it. I mean, this might go down like perfectly. I think Jake's going to, we're going to look back, you know, hindsight's 2020 and Jake might've called this one like right on the money. So um, I hope he's right. I'm, I'm with him, and uh, I'm looking forward to Sunday because, you know, when you see the connections happen, we see how close they were and, you know, it's a game of inches and, and milliseconds. And sometimes timing's off. Sometimes balls are overthrown or underthrown or late, but you know, when they're close enough and guys are making plays and they, the more you connect, the more you start to, to build that, you know, rapport with your receivers. And um, I think we're going to see that continue this week. I really do.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, looks it. like Dr. Mikrob did a little research and says, was his, was his right AC joint in 2021 for gyres. So. Um, Perfect. So. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Thanks, doctor. We got the doctor. Let us know what's going on. Exactly, um, right. So now we got to find out which one's bugging him right now. Is it his left yes. shoulder or his right shoulder? Right. <laughs> let me do, a do a little digging.
2: Let me give let me Facetime him real quick. We'll yeah. find. Out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Omer in the chat said, if Josh Myers don't play, I want Jenkins at center and Ryan at left guard. You know, he he like I said, it was just fifteen snaps, but now that we've seen a little bit of Sean Ryan, and he's not, uh, you know, not suspended for taking a banned substance, and uh, actually got a little bit of playing time. I can't disagree with that, Tim. What do you think, man? Let's go around the horn on that topic. Let's say Josh Myers couldn't play for whatever reason, right? Who would you slide into center, and then who would you replace them with um, at their position? For me, I kind of like what Omer's saying here, right? If Josh Myers wasn't playing, you slide Elton to center and throw Sean Ryan at left guard, keep Tom at right tackle, right? Yep. keep Rashid and Yash battling for that left tackle spot. I don't think it's any coincidence that you created a competition there last week and both guys stepped up to the plate right at left tackle. So um, what do you think, Tim? What would your choice be there, man?
3: I mean, I hate even having to think of this scenario because I don't, I don't like the idea of a big E moving away from left guard. Um, the yep. same way I don't like moving Zach Tom off a right tackle. I, I, both are not good choices, but we're talking about a scenario here where our hands forced, right? So, Omer's right. Uh, I agree. I think this would be the best play, uh, our best foot forward. Also just a little caveat. I did see with my own eyes several times during training camp, Sean Ryan taking reps as a center. So I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's a realistic thing that's months and months ago. And, you know, not, not at all during the regular season. So I'm sure they're probably past that, especially seeing him, you know, the snaps he is playing where he's playing. Um, But yeah, really our backup centers right now at this point would be uh, Big E and it would be uh, Zach Tom. And those are two guys that I particularly enjoy watching them play the positions they're playing right now. Um, But yeah, Omer's right, man. We would have to almost have to do that if we don't have Josh Myers. Mm -hmm. I second that. The only thing that would, the only thing that would make me change my mind or think a little differently on it is every time that we've needed a center, it's been Zach Tom that goes in. So uh, the only other option could be bring Zach Tom into center. Then we're going to have to move Ellen over to right tackle, and then bring in Ryan um, at guard. I would say. Um, but or do you do you put Ryan back at tackle? Ooh, His old spot. Do they? Mm. I mean, I, we're all we're always about trying to you know practice and train them. If, if that's the option, let's do it because then, you know, we'd rather have fast rush coming up the edge. The problem is we're going against TJ Watt and uh, Highsmith this week. So if, you,
2: if you'd rather have it off the edge, you'll get your chance. Right, that's, the,
3: that's the problem. That's exactly it. So, oh, Goose, though. Goose, I see Goose has a good point. It is, right? JRJ to left guard and then put Ryan at right guard. Mm-hmm. Big ego. I just got
2: JRJ played left guard. He's exactly right. He that's did. a great
3: point. Yeah. Now what we got to look at, uh, you know, I don't know. There's so many variables. Let's just hope. Let, I don't even want to give this any more energy. Because <laughs> as much as we talk about not Josh, it's like yeah. we talk so much about Josh. But it's like, man, if we lost him, yeah. what way do things get interesting?
2: Of course, Goose getting toxic in here says 69. Nice. He said not not as good as uh, 65%, though. That's for sure. There's no doubt about that. man. You can never have. Never have too much of that. Sixty five (laughs) percent. Sixty five percent. That's what we so proud of himself. That's what we want.
3: You know, when Mark when Mark Murphy retires, he's gonna look back on his tenure here in Green Bay and he's gonna say
2: I hate Packers Total (laughs) X. He's
3: gonna go, Man, that was my crowning achievement.
2: I want to get into a little bit of well. Let's hit this super super chat here real quick. Before we wrap up, we got a little conspiracy for you guys. Right? Uh, but uh Josh Martin, thank you for the super chat. He said Collins or Finley, which injury set us back the most? On the count of three, I want you guys to say which one it is, Nick Collins or Jermichael Finley. Okay. One, two, three, collins. Wow. <laughs> it's hands down, Nick Collins. That, that takes yeah.
3: nothing away from Jermichael Finley. All right. Um, That's it not, not exactly a fan favorite or super popular with Packer fans, but a damn good tight end when he was healthy yeah. and that cannot be understated. Um, I just, I just wanted to say that, but yeah, clearly Nick, Nick Collins for sure. Yeah. No, yeah. to hop off Tim's point, the the fact that if we had a, a, you know, an elite tight end like that, we don't know what could have happened with Rogers. We really don't like it, it could have been completely different, but someone to hold down the top of that defense is yeah, needed. Yep.
2: Yeah, definitely. Thank you, Josh Martin, for the super chat. Jake Shavink got a conspiracy in here. Did Finley's injury end Rodgers' thrown over the middle of the field? Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay,
3: Okay. really quickly. To there that we point, go. To that point, Jake, I went back and watched uh, the first game that uh, NFL Plus has uh, to watch. It was the uh, 2008 season, Packers versus Eagles. The first drive, Rodgers gets under center, I formation, fakes the 22 dive, steps back, hits, throws a ball Dead center down the middle of the field to him. Like it, you 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 never know what could have happened. We could have, you know, it could have been a run. But, it, oh, Jake, you got me stirred up. Dude, that's oh, a yeah. that that is such a perfect question because everyone has always said that. Oh, Rogers doesn't go over the middle, right. but then a lot of times we can watch film, encounter that argument, and go, "What do you mean? He throws over the middle." when he has legitimate targets to throw the ball over the middle to. He hit so, Jordy
2: down the seam so exactly, many times. Exactly,
3: right? Greg Jennings, right? We could talk about some of these targets that he had. But, yeah, I, I certainly think that might have been the beginning of Rodgers looking to the to the boundary a little mm-hmm. bit more after mm-hmm. we lost Field. You got comfy with it. Then you get away from that. You don't use it. You don't use your left hand. You lose it. So, no, that's a Absolutely. great point.
2: All right. Let's do this. Jacob's not here, but we're going to key it up anyway. Uh We're going to do us a a little conspiracy corner here. All right. I don't think y'all are ready for this one, gang. Oh, so boy. there was a video that leaked out earlier today.
3: Okay. But we gotta are you gonna run the video? I'm gonna run the video. Okay. Tomorrow, oh boy. Man. Just anybody that's All got right. you so, know doesn't want to be traumatized, be careful. Yeah. This is graphic.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 <laughs> come on, man. You make it you make it sound like there's a balls Johnson dance or something. like that. So you guys know I'm a big Bill Belichick fan, right? Well, this one broke my heart today. So Bill Belichick, to the best of my knowledge, is 72 years old, okay? This video surfaced earlier today. Someone's ring door camera of Bill Belichick taking the walk of shame. And if you guys don't know what the walk of shame is, you're probably too young to know, and that's a good thing. But let's roll the tape here and tell me what you guys see here. Let's get them looking around. Anybody out here, is we good? Let me get there. Uh, where's my keys?
3: Double check.
2: Okay. Watch him. Ain't nobody over there. All right, yeah. Let's get to the truck. <laughs> Tim, this is the greatest head coach of all time, bro.
3: Bro, first of all, seems
2: well, seems to be taking the walk of shame. Right?
3: There are a lot of elder statesmen, Caucasian men that look <laughs> just like.
2: All right, so this is it. We, we're into it. Now we're into it deep. Yep. So let me ask you, Tim. Let's roll the tape. This is, roll this is it back.
3: first of all. It looks like Bill's in the hood or something. Like <laughs> that, that is not that is not
2: in Milwaukee Milwaukee you grew up. up, Tim. Look
3: at Second this. Second of all, no wonder he wears the cutoff sweatshirts. My man's gonna about to bust through him. Do you see those arms, dude? Oh my god.
2: No, seriously, people people, you know, people will look at this and say he's Look at his back, bro. Like this dude, he's still I said, working. Me too.
3: He'd be lucky to have a back like that. Yeah, I ain't got a back like I'm forty-one. You kidding me? <laughs> My back hurts. With the back of a
2: twelve-year-old girl. So
3: you guys are going with that? This is him. You
2: don't think it's him, Tim? Look at this. Look right here, Key in, Man, man, you know,
3: I am. <laughs> <laughs> look at, look at the is, first of all, that ring cam looks like is that a like? Did they record this with a toaster? Like, <laughs> it's, it's
2: 1962. No, there this is right the first
3: here. gen ring cam. All right, we're on like 480 standard. Hey, roll it, roll it more. Okay, right there. Roll it, just there. A bit right there, right there. Tim, look at that profile, saying? Tim. You don't talk to me,
2: Tim. Talk to me. Hold up, let's get another shot of him. We're gonna yeah. have to go stop us. Yeah. yeah, we might need to.
3: Courtrooms across the country, all the time. People are on camera. They're they're charged with something. There you are on camera, and their attorney goes, "You can't prove that. That's my client." And they get <laughs> you off. Can't prove it. All <laughs> I'm saying is, I'm not saying it doesn't look like him. I'm not saying that. Right. I'm just saying that. Uh, <laughs> I'm loving. It's hard to shots. tell without his headset on. I just want it. to know why's Bill? Why's is, why's is Coach Belichick in the trap, man? What's he doing, dude? <laughs> well, he in the
0: trap? That is not. <laughs>
3: That is not. Uh, that doesn't look like you know. Yeah, his, his neck of the woods at all. That looks like a very. Um, looks like my neighborhood, guys. I'm just could be have been the off season could have been preseason. You never know. Yeah, you know who knows when this is from either. And then that's the other thing, Clayton. You brought up the point. Well, we know Bill Belichick didn't release this footage, so. <laughs> right. And and what does somebody stand to gain by releasing it other than? You know, I could definitely see this. If it is him and someone was trying to blackmail him, I could totally see Coach Belichick going, go ahead, release the damn video. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. Like, dude, who cares? I'm not on the I'm not on the Twitter face or whatever he whatever he says. <laughs> you know? So like he don't he probably doesn't care, but I mean, I'm not disputing it. You guys, I mean, you're right. That looks like that looks like Coach Belichick. It does. I'm but I'm, trying to, I'm gonna, gonna say, I'm gonna I'm, go I'm, McAfee. To I'm gonna go McAfee and say allegedly. Yeah. Okay. Allegedly. I mean,
2: yes. Oh, absolutely. Allegedly. Yeah. yeah. Look at the chat. It's the most active. The chat's been. These bunch of toxic human beings in here. Most, <laughs> most most active. It's been all night. Let's see here if we can find something else. I don't think that's it. I just tried to tell it it
3: without the cutoff on, and mm-hmm. you know, seeing him in that blue, it's kind of hard. But it's just the you know the way he kind of wiggles. You know, he's trying to just slide on out. Looks like he's
2: chasing know. a ref down the sideline, right? <laughs> I know. I mean, you,
3: Amelia, you got a point, man. The you know the the lats and the and the and the guns, man. I don't know right. that. that do, we, do we? Oh, there it is. Thank okay. you. All right, let's do the analysis. Let's go get the get yeah, the look,
2: It's got Portia's hair on the same side, right? Yeah, you got to okay. just
3: start drawing little red circles on everything. But, okay. Yeah.
2: Look at look at the earlobe.
3: Right. Is it connected? Oh, it does look connected. Look Uh-oh. at the
2: nose. Hey, look at look at the nose. Let's focus on the nose. The tip of the nose. Tim, this is dude, Bill you know, Belichick. <laughs> Full
3: Alex Jones mode right now. <laughs> the only thing that could be throwing it off is the back of the hair there. But besides that, got the earlobes, got the nose, you know, flat here on the face. Does he have any tattoos that we know of that we could have thrown? <laughs> first of all, let's we'll talk he's about right He's got a neck Let hat. me tell you, man, he no shirt nothing just out the door man something something must have went down you can keep the cut off sweatshirt i'll leave that on the on the table for you i'm out to
2: use a football term here i think the protection broke down maybe (laughs) i don't know i don't know boys that's looking like bill that's that's looking like my goat right there
3: man Um, like i said now you're you're looking at a one can you roll it one more time pull that other picture up pull that other picture up
2: <laughs> this one, right?
3: Man, is that a crispy, crystal clear picture? Pull this other video picture. Okay, out. yeah, roll it, roll it though. All right, let's, let's roll see if he faces right. the camera. Let me see. It. All right, here we go. He should have, he should have rang it so that they know. Look at this.
2: He's like, is this their
3: front door? He's dude? definitely dude. creeping. Is this the front door or the back door? My man is getting out of there. Double check. Okay, we're clear. Let's see. I love the double tape. <laughs> the double tape.
2: That's him, man. I'm telling you, Tim. Allegedly.
3: Oh, there, there you go. All right. He, at least he was nice enough to completely close the door. Like, don't let you know, <laughs> is, don't let any bugs in, any animals out. You know, we'll I, okay, I'm definitely mean. in the camp that this is this has got to be months old.
2: Yeah, no, you yeah. see the oh, green yeah. leaves for sure. And that's what gets me is like I, I'll be honest. Except like I've watched a bunch of Bill Belichick press conferences, right? I think this is Bill Belichick. Now, the question is, were they at a bed and breakfast they rented? Was it, but I'm with you guys. Like, that looks like a sketchy little neighborhood right
3: there. Yeah, there's a lot of concrete around there. Context is everything, though. That's a great point. Because for all we know, there could be a perfectly legitimate explanation for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean? He could have just been leaving, you know, a meeting with a with a prospective player, something like that, you know, just real casual, just meet up at the crib, you know. Just and, hang around, no shirt, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm one, I'm one of the guys, you know.
2: All right, let's see here. Let's see what everybody's saying. Goose says the walk of fame. Omar says this is funny. Um, Josh Martin over here trying to trying to Thank draw you, Josh. Thank oh, you. Josh, you just gotta believe, man. You just gotta believe. <laughs> Right, don't never let the truth get in the way of a good story. All right, with oh yes. <laughs> like this goose says, I'd like to rename this the walk of victory. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, let's see what? here. No, you see his face, it's him. LOL. Omar oh said, Omar said he's in, he's, he can see it all the way from France. He can tell that's him. the truth. <laughs> goose 70, 72, and still at it. I'll just put it mm-hmm. that way. Um. Yeah, Billy B, I come on now. See, this is what I'm worried about.
0: Here. This is what
3: uh, I
2: got to read the for a post.
3: Yeah, see, all of that we're we're creating all of that other. We. This is your idea. You literally <laughs> just stirred it right up. No, I'm just saying. Like I didn't. He didn't. It, it'd be different if he walked out the door with a couple lady friends on his arm oh, or something. Mm-hmm. We had some evidence of that, but I mean, yeah. I don't know about you guys, but that looks like me sometimes in in the morning.
2: Read that comment for him, Tim. You know this
3: man. That looks like Lac Avenue in Milwaukee, bro. I love it. I love it. You know, it's too bad we didn't have audio. If we would have heard the gunshots, we would have known for sure. It was oh, loud. there it is. But it uh, could have been no. mid afternoon with that storm rolling in too. You never know. This oh, is out man. of control.
2: Don't read it out loud, but read the comment. We're moving on quick.
3: <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> did it last
2: that long? oh, oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! People on the podcast are going. Why do I listen to this podcast? Yeah. <laughs> that profile for sure. Yeah, I, listen. I think uh, <laughs> Jake should be this
3: chat yeah. man. <laughs> We're gonna lose Jake. Jake's gonna check out here pretty soon. Yeah, Jake was bringing us good him. points, and he's like, "Dude, All I can't. Right. Hang it. I can't do it anymore."
2: <laughs> Jake, Jake, I just want you to know we appreciate you, man. It's been a oh, good ride. But we completely. Understand, bro. You got to move on. You got to move on. <laughs> oh man! All right, we're done here. We've we've done. Lost all credibility. Oh. Um, other hey, Omar,
3: good.
2: Omar over here whispering why his wife's asleep in France in the middle of the night, saying another great show by the PTA posse. Thanks, yeah. fellas, rocking it once again. Brightness
3: all the way down. And he got the
2: goose. I like what Goose is saying here. He says the Bears out here on Thursday night football making the Packers' offense look elite. That's what are doing, set. man. So, all right, we're getting out of here. Final thoughts, Tim. Uh, I, I think I know your answer. Was it Bill or not?
3: Allegedly. Allegedly. All right. That's all, that's all I'm saying. I'm going to have
2: to put a poll up. I'm going to have to do a poll.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I'll put it this way. I'm leaning I'm leaning towards it, It's Bill. But, yeah. you know, I'm going to put a, the asterisk there and the quotations.
2: It's so. a very unique body style. That's, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. I would agree. Um, it could have been Elon Musk, too, though. You know, right, he's, he's kind of got that, that bod too. So, I don't know, yeah, we're just, it's not top heavy, it's top built. That's what the frame is <laughs> built like a baseball player. Man, <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, man, all uh, right. I I get uh, final thoughts. Um, man, I'm glad there's football on Sunday, guys. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to this matchup. That's all I gotta say. And uh, knowing that we, we hopefully won't see any. Walk of Shame videos from any of our staff um yeah. oh. after this one, but uh,
2: <laughs> Luke Marcus walking walking
3: yeah, slips going <laughs> down the steps on the ice. Jeez, <laughs> I love it, man. Put him on the injury report. <sighs> we got it. We yeah. got to. We got to chase this down further. We need more analysis on this video. Oh, listen,
2: we, we've got we, the investigation has just begun, my friend. It, has it just begun. Parting thoughts, there, Emilio.
3: Uh, not much, man. I'm excited for the team. We need to put a streak together. Uh, we haven't won back-to-back games since last year sometime. I don't remember the date, but this team has not put back-to-back games together and I think it'll be a, a good mental hurdle for them to get by um, if they can get through something like that. And like I said, they're going to use it as a checkpoint. They're going to use it as a memory bank. So if we can stack a few of them, you know, maybe something can happen. And honestly, we could be the Steelers right now. We could be five and three. The Steelers could be us. They had four, four quarter comebacks this year. There's a lot that, um, you know, could have bounced their way that could have bounced ours. So um, I'm just excited for it. And I hope we play well, protect the ball and, uh, you know, play for each other.
2: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think it's going to be a, I think it's going to be a good game. And like I said, in a great town, a great football town, Two classic organizations. I think it's going to be uh, going to be one of those grind them out kind of games. I'm excited to watch it. I want to give a special uh, shout out and thanks to Josh Martin for the super chat. Appreciate you, buddy. Appreciate everybody in the chat. You guys were absolutely awesome tonight. Um, one last time, Tim, you be the judge. I don't know, that man. Profile
3: <laughs> using that George Washington looking profile photo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you look like. I you know what though I don't know I'm seeing that little little turkey neck is kind of giving them away too. Oh, see it, I see it. Oh,
0: little
3: no, gobble gobble. Yeah. All
2: right. We're a glutton for punishment in here. That's just the worst. All right, we're out, guys. Thank y'all so much for hanging out with us. Look, the chat's lighting up. I'm afraid to look. I don't want to look. They say a low score, and Romero jumped in right in time. Um yeah, that's a good point. We'll end it with that. Eric Sutherland said, Hope Bill's off the field game is better than what it's been on the field. So with that being said, for those of you listening on the pod, thank you for making us a part of your day. As always, let's go out and be the change we want to see in the world. Don't get caught on the walk of shame and go mm. back.
0: The power sweep actually is the it's the lead play on in our, in our offense. Defensive enemies over him if he's not, you drive down the first man who's inside. You pull back and get in. Take the first man outside the offense. No one goes, go right by them and field inside. Y-N has the linebacker taken out, he cuts inside. The YN has the linebacker in, he comes all the way around. So look at this play where we'll we're trying to get him to seal here and a seal here. And try to run this play in the alley.